Hi. Welcome to The Grid is for Squares. Thanks for listening. I'm Amy. I'm Vince. And this is a podcast where we smoke a bowl and we talk about building a sustainable off-the-grid property in California. Homestead in California. That is correct, Amy. (laughs) And every episode is special, but this one's pretty special. We are recording from inside our new yurt. Yurt, 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 yurt. 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 I'll be very curious to hear how the the acoustics are, because we don't have very much in here yet. We just have a couple of mattresses and some bedding, Mm -hmm. Um, but otherwise it's just the empty open yurt. But I, I have a feeling that because of the round shape, the acoustics, and because it's like made of fabric, which is more like, you know acoustically absorptive you mm-hmm. might say than than like a wood wall i think it's going to be good but we'll see i'll, I'll hear pretty see. soon <laughs> yeah we're sort of sitting in the middle of this big empty circle with a dome on top <laughs> that's a yurt for you uh we slept in here last night we brought in the two mattresses yeah, mattresses from the greenhouse and... we're used to sleeping in the greenhouse since the acrylic dome is brand new uh it is very clear you can see a lot of stars yeah it almost looks like there's nothing nothing there at all nothing at all nothing we at keep all. looking up at it i bet that sounds weird yeah probably <laughs> uh yeah so what do you think of of everything in here we've got the floor the the lattice walls the white fabric insulation yeah i mean it's it's a yurt we've been planning and building and preparing for this yurt for a long time and and now now it is here it is a yurt <laughs> it sure is yeah it was it was fun building it yeah it was, it was a project yesterday it mm-hmm. was a big project oh we never saw what we were smoking what did we smoke um what did we smoke a sativa old pal old pal Our old pal uh, but we smoked outside before we started recording just because it's so brand new we decided we're not gonna not gonna smoke in it yet yeah i'd rather have the polyurethane and stain smell yeah. for the first little bit yeah it mostly caring. smells like flooring in here right now uh-huh and that door they put a last coat of oil mm. in there's a french door it looks really nice yeah this like double double door cedar is it i don't know um, but it's yeah, stained. should we should we back up a little bit? Uh, how far? <laughs> well, I I came up on Friday after work, um, and then yesterday Saturday we so uh, Vince and his brother and his mom had picked up the yurt from Grass Valley, California. We drove up on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and Maury rented and a U-Haul. I, yeah, we i kind of looked at a map but didn't really look up directions so it's one of those situations that happens a lot in california where you see like a numbered highway and you're like yeah i can take that instead of like this freeway uh-huh. uh we took 49 which is very pretty uh-huh. but very slow and circuitous what should have been like a three-hour drive took like six hours why but anyway we were still waiting on like confirmation of our yurt pickup and uh caleb like emailed Amy to say it'd be ready at two o'clock and we were running late anyway. So that was perfect. Mm -hmm. We got our truck, picked it up. He walked us around. They have a couple different facilities nearby. Uh One of them is the fabric fabrication station. Uh, They have another just empty space or, you know, a vacant area where they'd set up one of their yurts. So when people come to pick up, they can see, you know, the various steps Uh assembly. Because they definitely do a lot of installations, um, but I think not as many people just like pick up and go it alone because right. they're they're very simple in theory, like until 
you do your first one. Right. Uh, and then there is a lot of there's a lot of learning curve. They did provide a, a manual. Yeah, but... they gave us some instructions, but it sounds like you struggled a little bit. I struggled mightily. That's <laughs> that's okay. I'm, I'm trying to to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Understate it. <laughs> but I mean uh, we did it. It was it fun, yeah. It was really rewarding. The it's a really high ring, like looking up at it. How yeah. did you get that up? It is a good thing you are so tall, friends. <laughs> yeah, it might it's not a have worked six otherwise. five. I literally don't know how we would have done this had you not <laughs> been six five. If you'd been under six two, I don't know how yeah. we would have done well, this. Well, we would have needed a taller ladder. I guess that's true. We probably would have gotten two. a twelve foot ladder instead of a ten foot ladder. Yeah, and they do say you need two ladders. Mm. How do you feel about the grounds at large? Like you have not been here for a while. You're just here for one glorious right. weekend. Yeah. Um, it's nice. I mean, I can see you guys have been doing a lot of work. I appreciate all the trails that you've been cutting. We went on a walk last night and walked some of the new trails around the property. That's cool because it gets pretty dense otherwise. It's hard to just like bushwhack through here. So it's nice that now I get to go on some different sightseeing walks than I used to be able to because now there are trails. Um, yeah, the flooring looks nice. You guys installed the bamboo flooring before I arrived so that it was ready for the yurt. New shower, but you don't need that for a short weekend no, up here, No, not just right? for a day and a half. Yeah, that's yeah. working out, though. Good. Um, oh, my mom's been doing a lot of grading in front of the greenhouse and mm, put down some yep. like, slate pavers. It looks really cool and really finished. Yeah. I like it. Let's get back to the yurt, though. Yeah, you got here on Friday night. Yep, yep. And then Saturday, yesterday, we pretty much spent the whole day, like 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. working on the yurt. Um, mm -hmm. First, you got to set up the the lattice. Well, first, we got to get, we got the door up. Yeah, big, heavy French door. Set that up first. Just yep. put it in with two screws, and that's where you have four people. Mm -hmm. Someone's just holding it for the first little bit. Right. Um, and then, then you stretch out the lattice. Yeah, once you expand that um, around the circle, you can uh, attach it to the door. And it's really cool how, how right away just that lattice pressed out against the drip edge supports this big heavy door and you don't really have to hold it anymore. Yeah, and even just having the lattice up with no covering, it already started feeling like, oh, this is an inside space now. Yep. This is a different space than the outside. Now we are the animals in the cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit cage-like, but not in a bad way. In a very comforting shell sort of way. Yeah. So then after the lattice goes up around, you've got this big three foot wide, maybe four foot uh, wooden ring mm -hmm. at the top. It's really strong and has all these notches in it. And you put just two rafters in on one side and then you put a third one in opposite, and then you're able to lift the whole thing. Right. And there's this big metal tension cable that goes through all the lattice, mm -hmm. and then you can notch the rafters into that. That was then the next step, Then you got walls step, right? and a ceiling. Walls and a ceiling. You How high go up around. do you think that ring is? 10 feet? Center of the ring. God, I'd have 11? to stand up. I think 11 or 12. Oh, yeah, because the ladder is 10 feet, right? And the ladder only went... The ladder's a six-foot folding oh, ladder, oh. so you can only stand at, like, four feet on it. Got so it. with my extension, yeah. that okay. gets up to ten. It's probably ten, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, it's it's high up there. Having such a high ceiling makes it feel like a, a larger space, too. Yeah, I can't wait to nice. hang lights and, I don't know, taffeta? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, even, you know, 16 feet isn't huge. It's 16 feet in diameter, but... You know, and once we fill it with furniture, it'll probably start feeling a little bit more cramped. But mm -hmm. right now it just feels lovely, open, airy, yeah. sunny. I think having no corners always helps 
like with a space to mm -hmm. help help it feel open even and if it's you used to right and the the walls are white on the inside it's green mm -hmm. on the outside but it's white on the inside both the walls and the ceiling are white so that always makes it look like you know brighter and airier and more open and everything too and last night I was so impressed by how little light we needed to fill the whole thing like we just had a couple of small lanterns and they made the entire inside of the yurt quite illuminated in a way that they didn't for the greenhouse even though the greenhouse like square footage wise of, is like half the size and it has a lot of reflective surfaces mm -hmm. the glass like carries light around in the greenhouse but you're right it was just one or two lamps on either corner it really just fills the whole yeah. space yeah i think a lot of it's because of the the roundness I'm glad we got to sleep in it before it got all cluttered up. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to sleep on it. Just mattresses on the floor mm -hmm. style last night. Like moving into a new apartment in the city. Yeah, yeah. We did run into a bit of a problem at the end there, though. Oh, we did indeed. Yeah. Um, The directions got a little sparse towards the end. There was a little bit of guesswork. And I always like to measure and know before I make any cuts or staple anything down. But the... The biggest problem was when we got to the very end with the outer green vinyl coating. Mm -hmm. It seemed a little long. And then we figured it had been made for a regular size door instead right. of a French door. Yeah, so we were unrolling this, you know, roll of green vinyl that has our windows cut in it. And it's, you know, perfectly sized for the 16-foot yurt. However, we think it was perfectly sized for a 16-foot yurt with a regular door and not a French door because by the time we rolled it, unrolled it all the way around the circumference of the yurt, by the time we got to the far end, there was quite a bit left over, sort of overlapping half of one of our doors. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think that that's the way it's supposed to be. I don't think so either. So, you know, we'll be writing the, the company an email and see what they want to do, how they want to replace it, if they want to come down here and just cut it and sew a new pocket on site or, you know, whatever they mm -hmm. want to do will work. I'm, I'm sure they'll help us because you know but mm -hmm. it's a little bit of a bummer to not be able to say like it's done you know like i know nothing yeah. is ever done and that's like our constant mantra in our mm -hmm. refrain here maybe not mantra that makes it aspirational but it's just a, the reality that nothing is ever done here i was frankly impressed that we were able to do it was it was a lot of pressure on both of us since you had such a short weekend yeah, here we really only had the one day to set it up that you know we did multiple days of prep work before to make sure the platform was perfect to yeah. make sure there were no hang-ups there to do the whole wooden floor and then cover it and i really just wanted it to go together smoothly yeah now the, the silver lining i guess if you can call it that is at least it's the very last thing you put on it's yeah. not one of those things where we realize oh all of the rafters are just the wrong length right and we need to now go back to the very beginning right this no it's 90 percent just... done and from the mm -hmm. inside you can't tell from the inside where we are right now it just looks good <laughs> yep and that's a, it's also a step that you perform completely from the outside right. so i was really eager to pull up the ram board and just get this beautiful new floor showing and we mm -hmm. got to do that yeah i think we have an interior space if yep. you don't even if you look out the front door you don't see that piece of vinyl right it's kind of tucked off to the side awkwardly right now but yeah we, have... we couldn't have fixed the bottom of the vinyl right. to to the base because obviously we, we're going to need a new one probably mm -hmm. um but for for the most part it's it's done enough that it's still like a habitable space Maybe. and that's a pretty big step yeah, maybe we should throw some paracord around it, though, because my mom was right that a rodent could still theoretically climb up under the drip edge there. Yeah. They're really eager. 
they're really voracious. Yeah, the rodents. Yeah, really, really go after anything they can find around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very pretty. Can't wait to furnish it. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you guys are going to, we have a bunch of furniture from Judy's apartment house in Napa that's in storage right now. So we, there's a bed and there's like a love seat and a desk. So there's a bunch of stuff that is ready to go, that's ready to, to move into the year to, to furnish yeah. it. We don't need to really buy anything, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you will need to probably rent another moving truck in order to move those things, right? So that'll still be a Possibly. still be a process. Yeah. Everything's they do a process. need to go down since they're paving. They were going to go down and cover some stuff right. up anyway. Right. So maybe they'll bring up the desk. Maybe they'll bring up the Americana rug. Sure. Yeah. And Maury's we'll truck. Grab a couple things. Yeah. And Maury's going to be heading back to Chicago finally before too long. On this the phase, this phase will be over before too long. It's been quite a phase, though. It's been like two and a half months yeah. or something that you guys have just all been living here. Living up here. Yeah. Yeah. It's been an adjustment, but now it's the natural way of life. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm an outdoor kid. <laughs> but your mom is going to stay here. She's going to live in the year. She's going to move so, into yeah. this year that we just this is built. It's going to be her home. Yep. Yep. That's really exciting. It was something we dreamed about right away when we bought the property is having a livable structure and we thought it'd be the greenhouse but as it is you know the greenhouse is still kind of a it just gets so hot in the summer during the day livable during the day yeah um and so far so good in here yeah yeah with the windows open and just the the way that you know it's insulated and you know obviously it's shaded because it's an interior space it really has so far stayed really temperate in here i hope that mm-hmm. that continues to be the case i'm optimistic yeah it's really fun watching this circle of light dance around the room too from the dome right up above yeah yeah it's interesting to have now that we have two windows open um you know the the light from the dome isn't the only light mm-hmm. but it's still interesting to have so much of your light coming from directly overhead that's not really a normal place in an, you know, an indoor room. No. I mean, you can get a skylight, but, but like natural light oh, coming right, from right. overhead. Yeah. Normally you just have like your weird windows yeah. in light, not yeah. a skylight. Yeah. It's very pleasant. Very good light level in here. Pretty bright yeah. and hot outside. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could, I mean, I could see, you know, a 16 foot enclosed space could feel sort of dark and dreary and Mm -hmm. claustrophobic but it really really doesn't yeah especially again because there are no corners for light to for shadows to Mm -hmm. accumulate in (laughs) that's how it works shadows to build up yeah yeah but that's part of why we got the french doors too because we thought having just that much more windowed space would help Mm -hmm. and we'll get some curtains installed for the doors and the windows eventually so that we can choose when to have all of that light and when we would maybe like to not have all of that light (laughs) but in the meantime i think erring on the side of just having it be really bright is not such a bad thing yeah the light did wake me up at probably like i don't know 5 30 or something today but that's what time my body wakes me up these days anyway so it was just fine yeah it's a good time of year to get in sync with the sun because it also stays light pretty late yeah you can kind of pull a six o'clock to nine o'clock mm-hmm. day yeah thinking about it i don't know if we could have done that one day install in the winter just Hell because no. of the the daylight yeah it'd still be dark when we were getting set up mm-hmm. we'd have to do breakfast in the dark right because we still fucked around for a good hour and a half after we yeah we, we didn't get started until breakfast and coffee eight or eight thirty yeah yeah so there's always that 
country pace out here. Everything yeah. takes a little longer than, you know, a job site in and the Maybe city. that's okay. It should be. What are you living for otherwise? You're right. building your own dreams. It doesn't have to be a rush job. Yeah. That's well, except when your wife has right. a day and a half to come up before right. she has to go back to LA to work. Oh, I'm trying really hard not to think about Points. having to go back yeah. to work tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Is there anything else? Now that we've got this space in here, what do we need out there? Oh, well, we have to build a GenCon. A GenCon and then a deck? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell the good people what a GenCon is? We haven't talked about it before. Yeah, it's kind of so. like an airlock. Uh, every Japanese home will have a GenCon. Sometimes it's like a step lower or higher than the interior space, just a place you go in and take off your shoes. Uh, mud room. Yeah. what they call it in the Midwest. Uh, but we're just going to have maybe a five foot by three foot extension out of the French door mm -hmm. with an awning over the top so that if it is raining, you can go in and take off your shoes there before right. you step into the nice bamboo floor inside. Um, but then we also got thinking about the shape of the deck beyond it. And you should always think about the step that comes before and the step that comes after. Right. You're designing something like that. So we're thinking about doing sort of a sunburst that will then extend out in rays onto the deck. Yeah, we do need to build something soon because <laughs> it's like a very large set because of the way that we had to excavate for the, the platform of mm -hmm. the yurt. Um, there's kind of a chasm, a big leap that you got to make from yeah. solid ground into the yurt mm -hmm. and like the dog can't even make it. We need to hoist him up yeah, and down. He needs help in. Yeah. So the sooner we can get some kind of platform extending out so we don't have to do that, the better. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I know everything, everything takes time. Everything Nothing's takes ever time. finished. So glad you like the sunburst though. Yeah. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. I feel like it's in theme. Mm -hmm. Aesthetically fits. Yeah. We're doing a lot of curves with this whole, this whole zone, you know, obviously the yurt inspired that being mm -hmm. a perfect circle but even the decks that we want to build and stuff we want to have be sort of you know curved grand piano lid shaped right. is kind of what we're imagining for the deck or if you have to have corners you know make them hexagons make them triangles sure yeah just make them unique yeah just looking out the window here and looking at those rocks it's yeah. so cool yeah i've got a good vistas on all sides yeah we should clear off all of that dead logs and sticks though yeah, I think that's on our to-do. Yeah, I mean, that, I'm, I'm more concerned about not having a chasm to step over to get in yeah. than, than the view out the window. Mm -hmm. but, what are we going to do up there? Gardens or something? Maybe. Or just clear away the dead yeah. sticks and just the rocks themselves and are beautiful. The There's like all these giant boulders that have some moss on them and stuff right out the back. Mm -hmm. That's why we put the window there. Yeah. Um, progress proceeds on the shed right more kicking ass on that yep. he's really motivated to get what he can done on that before he has to go back yep. to chicago yeah and hopefully get mom out of the storage unit mm -hmm. get her some laptop containers that the rodents can't get into yep and just stage him there yeah i just realized uh that this is officially one year since we moved her out of her house in napa and wow. since we started getting since we got that storage unit mm -hmm. may 2020 yeah what a year. Yeah. What a year between we'll May 2020 and May 2021. Uh -huh. Holy shnikes. Yeah. For us for and for the world. Thanks for sticking it out with me. Yeah. It's been a rough year. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah. 
when are you coming up here again? Oh, geez. I wish I knew, man, but I don't know. How's your job going? <laughs> job is good. Job is stressful, but good. Um, but yeah, I just don't know how I'll ever take more than a weekend. Oh. I can travel other places that have internet because I can work from wherever. Like we're going to visit my parents in the Midwest pretty soon, I think. And I'll just work from their house. But because of our weekly you know, podcast release schedule for my job. I don't know when I would ever be able to be off the grid up here until we get internet and then maybe I could be here whenever. So that's definitely like a thing that's on our radar because as soon as we have internet up here, then suddenly it's not that I have to live in LA and come up here for like a day and a half at a time. Uh -huh. I could actually be up here for longer. But ugh, it would have to be such good internet. My internet needs are so high. We yeah. I like, you know record high res audio and video in real time for my job so i'm not know. sure how that's gonna work we're gonna be able to do that with those starlink satellites well and i don't think we're in the range for starlink yet anyway Damn it. i think we would need to get a local cable internet oh, situation man. which you know is doable certainly mm -hmm. it's just a matter it's all a matter of money it's all a matter of how much time and how much money do you have to throw at it yeah unfortunately with internet there's not much that we can most things it's up to us to make that decision between time and money. Mm -hmm. How much of our own time can we spend and avoid spending money? But with the internet, there's not much, there's not much homesteading, home <sighs> DIY internet that we could be doing. If anyone has a, an instructable or something for a tin <laughs> cup internet, yeah. this is something that I've I've looked into. <laughs> um, you need really high quality tin and really long. Probably steel wire sure, instead naturally. of like dental floss or yarn. I mean, dental floss and yarn will get you like dial-up speeds. <laughs> but if you want, yeah, if you want to stream, you need tin cup. Tin cup. <sighs> so you're going to be up here for a couple more weeks. And then you're yeah. going to come back down maybe to help me with some shit in LA. Yeah, when Maury's stay here is done, I think we, we really just have to set up our watering because mm -hmm. there's been a lot of gardening and a lot of things that we need to keep alive here. Um, but if we can get those set up, then I'll be all right to leave for a little bit. Yeah. Come down after Maury leaves, stay in L.A. for a week, and then we go back to the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. It's busy, busy, moving, moving. That's mm -hmm. good. I mean, it's better than the alternative, which is, you know, obviously boredom and stagnation and that scares me a lot more than being overwhelmed which is probably why i have a tendency to pile things on my life and mm -hmm. get really overwhelmed however it has been a lot and it's going to keep being a lot yeah and you've had to bear so it's much of it alone as a lonesome creature well but i mean i haven't been here helping with this stuff either so you know you're you're mm -hmm. doing your own thing we're pulling different loads you know yeah and but i have moral support i have I my suppose. family here and you just have to do so much of it by yourself or you know with this little dog in tow right and he doesn't help out much <laughs> with the chores yeah yeah like even just something like well i need to do some laundry and go to the grocery store but it's sunday and i need to go back to work on monday tomorrow so like if i drive home today when am I gonna? when am i gonna buy myself food i don't know i guess yeah. i'll figure it out I just have to figure it out you work really hard, though. I think it'd be understandable if you needed to just, like, take an hour or two and go to the grocery store. No, I know. And, my food, like, but... the people I work with are very reasonable. It's not that I would ever be told, no, you can't do that. It's just, like, more of a practical 
there's this much that needs to be done and it will take this many hours. And if mm -hmm. I don't do that, then it won't be done. Yeah. And then there will be consequences practically in the real world. Like we won't have an episode to release and that's not okay. So you yeah. know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like the people I work with are unreasonable. It's just like the nature of, of production. Yeah. Production is a beast. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a podcast or a movie or a TV show or what production is always, it's always stressful. Why is this what I decided I want to do with my life? I don't know. Because <laughs> you're good at it. Well, and I do enjoy making a product. I think that's part of why I gravitate towards podcasts and TV and things more than live theater. As much as there is magic in live theater, and I, and I love it. The fact that, like, after you put in that much time and effort to just have it be over, uh, like a play... There's something very, like, depressing to me about that. Or, like, when I was working in special events with the LA Phil, like, you would throw a gala and just uh -huh. kill yourself with stress over it. And then after that night, it's over, you know. But yeah. with a podcast or with a TV show or something like this, you know, we can be showing this podcast to people years from now, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what I like about it. It's, it's, it's sort of like a little time capsule. It's a little lasting. Yeah, and that's why I like building things with my yeah, hands. Uh -huh. real, real tangible things. Yeah, yeah. Because all it takes is one solar flare to wipe out all of that, you know? Well, all it takes is one wildfire to wipe out all of this. Fuck, you're right. Which, actually, that's something Seems we should talk likely. about. Oh, yeah. There was a wildfire. It's May. Um, mm -hmm. Just need to point that out. Normally, fire season in California is like, I don't know, August to Starting December. Starting yeah. But... Vince, One day yeah. I was I was extra sleepy, so I took it was hot too. So I was like laying down in the greenhouse, and Mom and Maury kind of woke me up and said, "You should come outside and take a look at this." And yep. It had been really just hot and clear, but the sky was starting to look kind of yellow, and there were these weird looking clouds. And sure enough, yep, we smell smoke. We're getting ash rain. Ash rain. It in didn't May. feel super close like just based on what we were seeing mm -hmm. we felt safe enough but like somewhere we wanted to keep an eye on it and we were even entertaining like keeping watch at night right like at some point you just drive down into town get service and figure it out right. but luckily i have amy back yeah in Glendale, i so wasn't I super helpful when well when we were talking on the phone and you mentioned that you saw some you know some smoke and you were wondering if it was maybe some neighbors doing a controlled burn or something and because it's May, I was just like really dismissive. I was like, I don't care Same. if the yeah. neighbors are brush burning. Like what? Why are you asking me to look into this? There's mm -hmm. no way to Google are my neighbors burning right. brush right now? Yeah, you know, yeah. like what are you even asking me to do? So I didn't do it when we were on the phone. But then later on, I was like, all right, I'll look into this. And lo and be fucking hold, it's a fucking wildfire. Live oak fire. Live oak fire. Acres at it's max. very small. Yeah. So yeah, so when I looked into it, I was like, okay, that is a wildfire. Um, it is very small still. It's, it was like 250 acres when I looked into it. And for reference, like the biggest complex fires last year were like 2 million acres, right? Something like Something that. Something like that. A million was the biggest combined okay, one. That's right. a lot of acreage. But... So 250 acres by comparison, still pretty small. Mm -hmm. However, it is literally 10 miles from us. I looked at it on a map and I was like, oh shit, that yeah, is bidding distance from mm -hmm. us that is not good so then i started getting a little anxious about it because you know it's like we're gonna put up this yurt and then it's gonna burn down like the next day that's what's gonna happen uh -huh. great yeah um but you know i looked into it a little more and 
they already had it 25% contained on the first day. And then when we hiked up to our reception rock yesterday, and I was able to get enough service to, to refresh the Cal Fire page that I was on, and it had been updated to 75% contained and only 190 acres, so it's actively shrinking, and Good. they're getting it contained, so it's yeah. okay, as I expected. Good practice fire. But boy, oh boy, I was it's not coming. expecting to be having to stress about that in May. Yeah. Woof, is climate change real? Yeah. Ugh, it's only going to get worse. It's very stressful. I can't think about it too hard because there's only so much we can do, but mm -hmm. like... I try not to despair. I'm, I'm always reminded that like, well, when a wildfire comes and it's it's hungry, it's going to, you know, no matter what you do, you can't you can't prepare. A burning ember can fly from a mile away and land right. on your roof or something. But as I said, I try not to despair and I try not to do nothing. Right. Um, there are those, you know, piles of brush that you can clear up and just try to create some defensible space. Right. I do care about this yurt and I want to defend it. We've got a few little areas. We want to try to... Right. Hey, all the more skate. reason to get rid of that dead brush Absolutely. on the rock. Yep. Yeah. And you don't have to, you know, make the whole place unnatural looking and, right. you know, mow it all down. But you pick the areas that really matter to you. Yeah. Um, as our neighbors pointed out, you know, a place where a fire truck can turn around, a place where a fire truck can easily get to, gives you a lot better chance of your shit being saved. Yeah, although we're so out in the middle of nowhere here, I would be surprised that yeah. if a maybe once we have like a real house and we're registered as like there are people that reside on this yeah, property. But when it comes to fighting fires, like I don't think they give a fuck. Like even if it's in a completely remote wild area, if the fire starts on this property, they'll throw everything they have like here so that it doesn't spread to the habitable sure, places. Sure, I suppose so. You know, two or three country miles away. Right, right. But anyway, that happened. Yeah. Worrying about That's fires already. Happening. Yeah. But I think this one is fine. And in a sense, you know, maybe that's a little bit of uncontrolled firescaping, right? Maybe yeah. now that that little one happened in May, mm -hmm. we'll be a little bit more protected if a bigger one happens later in the hopefully. season. Can't hurt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully our yurt doesn't burn down for a few years because it's nice and I like it's it. It's a nice yurt. Yeah. yeah. We didn't get yurt insurance. Maybe we should. The State Farm insure your yurt? I doubt it. Oh. Did we cover everything? I think that's all. I think that's yeah. everything. Heading back to Glendale today. Back yeah. to the grind. A couple hours from now, probably uh -huh. hit the road. Back to real life. Well, thanks back again for reality. sacrificing that. Your time yeah. so that I can have my not reality here. <laughs> Love well, my reality here. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you worked really hard for the last couple of years for Greywater, so I'm happy to to reciprocate. Oh, thank you. It's a push and pull. It's mm -hmm. a give and take and all of those other cliches as well. Mm -hmm. But I really enjoy working up here. I know you do. I mean, this is all you've it's ever really work. wanted, right? Yeah. It's still work and I still enjoy it. Yeah. That's great. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not full of frustrations sure like even just putting up the yurt yesterday involved a lot of swearing and yelling and mm -hmm. you know like you get frustrated when things aren't going the way that you want them to i mean not a lot of yelling i shouldn't say that mm -hmm. but a fair no. amount of swearing, fair amount of swearing <laughs> yelling. um but you know you got to just keep reminding yourself that like this is what you want to be doing this is why this is why i'm working so hard for mm -hmm. this for yeah. this yurt literally for this yurt mm -hmm. so it's important to make the most of it and try to be in the moment when you're in the moment because yeah. 
That's all you really got. I'd rather be sweating and swearing outside than hmm. cold and not swearing. Not inside. swearing, sitting, you know, at a desk. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, all right. That's that's the update from from your world. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Stay safe out there. Yep. And love each other. Yep. Bye. Bye. Sorry, I didn't know we were going.